Let's face it, living takes guts, and living a full life takes a lot of guts. The Igniting Courage podcast is the place you can come to get a blast of courage from real people clawing their way through life just like you are. We'll talk about big courage, little daily courage, and you'll hear people's opinions on how to build courage and how to summon it when you're about to panic, punch the nearest person in the face so they won't chase you, and run as fast as you can. So welcome. I'm glad you had the guts to show up for this conversation. Our courage is often tested when we come up against what I call the big tough, and we have to put on our big kid pants and just simply start. I remember back when we were on the work site of the very first high school we built in Malawi. The Koche School was what we were building, and it would eventually serve 400 different kids from grades 9 through 12. The truck arrived on site and unloaded a mountain of wood, 30 sheets of plywood, each needing to be cut into three different pieces. Gift, who was our Malawian carpenter, gave us the measurements, and then he handed us two hand saws. Rusty, old, dull hand saws. I ran my finger over the teeth of one of them and thought, there has got to be a better way. I locked eyes with several of my other American expeditioners, and they were obviously feeling exactly the same way. Um, Chimwewe, is there an electric saw at the lumber yard? Russ asked. Chimwewe just said, I don't know, and then he walked away. We continued to stare at each other with no flat surfaces, no vices, no electricity, no modern conveniences. This task seemed absolutely insurmountable. Everyone seemed completely frozen, not sure what to do. Finally, Jonathan spoke up. All right, let's do this. His usual cheer and optimism was completely out of place in the moment, but it was just what we needed to kind of unfreeze our bodies. How about we stack up the cinder blocks in four corners and then three of us sit on the four corners, on the three corners, and then the person cutting is going to hold that fourth corner. How do you think about that? We all kind of looked at each other like, that's better than any idea I had, but I was still just completely overwhelmed by the magnitude of the task. There were 95-foot cuts through thin plywood with no flat surface and something akin to a butter knife to do it with. We couldn't possibly get this done. Here we go, Tammy said, and grabbed a cinder block and started stacking. I was still paralyzed, incredulous at the task, but inspired by my companion's positive attitude and optimism, I said, Anne, just start, just start, just start. Activation energy, or the energy it takes to get something started, is often the hardest part of a project. Sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and start. And start we did. Within 15 minutes, we were having sawing contests, sec counting the seconds together as we saw who could cut who could rip through the plywood faster. Jado, of course, won. He was our super athletic uh, expeditioner. He was doing flips and stuff with the kids and handstands before we even started building. So well, none of us were surprised that he won. So once we determined the song champion, we saw, started singing. We sang show tunes and popular tunes and spirituals and rap. I mean, whatever it took. We were racing the other saw team now, not only to cut the plywood faster, but to see who could have more fun. Before we knew it, we, there were only five sheets of plywood left. We were tired, we were sweaty, and we were almost done. With the split of the final cut, we rejoiced, we jumped up and down, we sang victory songs. We are the champions! We're giving each other high fives, and Jado's doing flips, and just continued having fun and being silly the rest of the day. We had conquered the mountain pretty quickly, actually, and we had way more fun than we ever thought we would be doing it. 
Activation energy is the challenge. Often projects seem unsurmountable. Running a marathon, writing a book, getting a master's degree, losing 40 pounds, joining a roller derby, right? The key to success is just take the first step. Start. Okay, so here are my four steps to doing that. One, create a SMART goal. Write it down. What is a SMART goal? A, be specific. What is the cork popping moment when you know you're done and you can pop the cork and drink the champagne? M is measurable. Your goal has to be easily measured so you know how you're doing along the way and you know when you're successful. A is achievable. Stretch goals are great, sure, but come on. With real life playing along, we have to make sure our goals are realistic. R is relevant. Duh, make sure your goals are relevant to what you're trying to accomplish in life, right? T is time bound, and this one's a big one for me. I need to put a date on it. So I can't say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, nah, no. If I'm gonna get there, I've gotta create a sense of urgency, so put a date on it. So first step, create a goal, write it down. Okay, then you can take it and break it into smaller steps along your time frame. So if it's a six month project, what do you need to do each month to get that six month goal? What do you need to do each week, each day? Now you've got small steps and a much easily more bite-sized piece to tackle, right? So that's the second step. Write your goal, then break it into smaller steps. Now, step three, sometimes you're not gonna see the whole path, sometimes you are. Whatever the case, figure out what the first step is. What is my very first step I need to take? And step four is take it. Take that step. Have the guts to just start. Remember, done is better than perfect. Started is better than stagnant. You might not see the whole path, but if you see the first step, take it. The fog's going to clear eventually as you walk, and eventually you'll find yourself at the finish line.